Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and I have a very special guest with me, and I'm very excited to introduce you to her because she deals with the everyday miracle. But I'm going to go into that a little bit deeper. First, I'm going to take a little side road through the everyday miracle that is you. Uh, many of us walk through this world not knowing or understanding what our gifts were. I, Lord knows I walked that path for easily four, almost five decades of my life. And knowing that you are much more than a physical body, knowing that you are much more than a soul, and really leaning into what your spiritual gifts are, can make such a profound difference in your life. And so I created a quiz. If you go to superpowerquiz.us and give 60 seconds to this quiz, you will learn what your spiritual gift is, why you arrived on this world. So I invite you to go to superpowerquiz.us and learn a little bit more about the giftedness and the miracle that is you. And on that note, I am going to introduce our guest. Our guest today is Francois Dossier, also known as Franny the Healer. She's a master intuitive healer, speaker, teacher, medium, psychic, past life healing, reading, regression specialist, and co-founder of Energy Works Intuitive Healers. You know, we all seem to have like this list of stuff behind us. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a good modality. And this one and this one. And I'm, I need that one, too. And I should talk to people about this. The only thing that's missing is author. And I assume that's coming. <laughs> Oh, thank you. You are so psychic <laughs> in the works right now. <laughs> oh, indeed. So Franny's inner ability to work with and read energy helps her attune to the most powerful frequencies and create profound shifts for everyone she works with. Franny has also always had a powerful connection to her guides as a small girl. She knew beyond a doubt that her guides were real and that they loved her and were here to help. This early experience allowed her to connect deeply with divine supreme love source. Franny has roots in both social and ecological activism, as well as social services, specifically working with adults and children with disabilities. She's also passionate about healing Mother Earth and all her inhabitants. Welcome, Franny the Healer. Thank you. Oh, big hugs, virtual hugs. Ah, oh, I know. One of these days I'm going to be back doing this in a studio and actually get real hugs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that day will come. Oh, that sounds so good. It will. I, you know, I've talked to so many people now. We're on like 150 episodes or something in that ballpark. I, I have a feeling I could travel for a great long time and stay in a whole lot of guest rooms before I ran out of possibilities. <laughs> Yes. Oh. oh, how fabulous would that be? So tell me a little bit, Franny, about where you started, because right now, as we mentioned, you've got this uh, list of certifications as long as my arm. And <laughs> I know we all don't start there. So what's your backstory? Yes, Did, were you please. always dialed in? I... Would, I, you know, I feel like since I was a little kid, since I was a little girl, and the only way I really articulated, like, the acknowledgement of my guides um, was I just noticed. I knew things that other people didn't, that adults didn't know that were yeah. around me. And I was like, I just called them my smarter me. That's that's how I first oh, got to know Oh, that's such a good description, my <laughs> smarter me. I think of my my highest self as my wiser me. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's so funny to find that language and um, connect like you did. You're connecting with your higher self, but also these divinities that yeah. they pledge their entire existence to be with you. And I knew they were there and they would come to me. My 
parents didn't they I they brought us to Catholic church, but yeah. my mainly my mom would take us. That's where I started having like profound deja vu and I started noticing things. And I'm like, those people don't normally sit in that pew. Like when I'd see the clothes they were wearing, it was like, I remember this down to the detail. Like I couldn't make it up. So yeah. I didn't tell anybody about it, but I kept like a little catalog in my mind. I'm like, no, this is really happening. You know, I'd at least yeah. acknowledge it to myself, even what, though. What kind, of, what kind of clothes were they wearing? Not well, everyone gets like that clear image. Well, it's people, you know, you got to think it's people I've seen before. So I've seen them in different outfits, but like there would be a sweater and skirt that I'd remember. And then I'd see down the line of the pew and the outfits they were wearing, whether it was a suit or just a casual shirt and slacks, you know, everybody comes to church kind of looking nice. Um, but my mom was always comfortable. She was more comfortable going to like the downstairs church where you could be more casual. So anyways, it was just like, it was almost like a little glow. And I feel like that's how I started seeing auras. Like just even not that I see like automatic color in auras easily, at least not in the beginning, but yeah. I could see the glow. And it reminded and, and me I, of the I love that you mentioned that there's a progression there because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't see, you know, auras like I see on Hollywood. You know, it's just like this little hint of something and I can't tell if there's a, a color there with my eyes, but I kind of know. And they think they're broken. It's like, no, no, that's, <laughs> you're not broken. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly where you're at right now. And that's workable. That's functional <laughs> gifts right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, from seeing that and seeing the like little glow around people. I mean, I had the experience last weekend for the first time I saw my daughter and I were in the lake, in the water. I looked up and an eagle flew over us, flew back over us, and then back again, right over where we were swimming. And when I looked at it, it was literally in a pink cloud. Its aura was so bright, and I'd never seen an animal light up like that before. And I was like, I mean, this is the expansion of gifts. It continues yes. as we cultivate them, as we connect. So anyways, you know, being a little kid, I something about being in church, not that I really, you know, there was a lot of things that were, you know, people were a little bit judgy, you know, even then I could feel it. Yeah. Um, but there was love too. There was love. And I felt that love and I needed that love. And um, my, my dad was a transplant from two different countries. He was having a hard time, like being so far away from home and anybody he knew. My mom was working her butt off and working hard to help him. And, you know, they had a, a tough experience. So my sister sure. and I were really, I feel like activated because we needed it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I'm not surprised that it was easier to connect in church because I know in my own experience with my gifts, there are conditions under which it is just plain simpler. And the church has this lovely added advantage, not just that there are people who are, what do I want to say, walking the actual path of experience of connection to the divine. Not all of them are, but many of them are. Yes. And so when you walk into an environment where that patterning has already happened, it does make it easier for you to make that same connection. Just the same way that you know, at, at three in the morning, for me, the veil gets significantly thinner and is much easier for me to talk to my God squad, as I call them. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual guides, uh, yeah. spiritual counsel, there are a number of things people call them. Um, but it's much easier to have that conversation at 3 a.m. than it is for me to have it at 3 p.m. in the middle of the day. Not that I can't, uh, I do that because that's the time of the day that I work with clients and that communication is going on. Um, but it's, I get a much more dimensional experience of it at 3 a.m. than I do. Yeah. What a beautiful way to put that. Both, I mean, all the concepts. It's, I love how you um, talked about the church and the repatterning that happened there. Because that is what, to me, it was this profound, and I really can't explain it to this day, and I feel like you had a similar experience, but it was just like this faith that came from somewhere, and the love of my life, my 
Honey Rossi, my husband, he didn't have the same experience. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that. I'm like, I didn't know other people didn't. It was just this deep knowing mm-hmm. that not not like that I knew anything really except that love is real. Divine love is real. Whatever you want to call it, God, divine supreme God, divine supreme love, it is real. And yes. that that was that time. I was I felt it so strongly when I was at church. I would even sometimes like I would volunteer to go and read at the eight o'clock mass for some of the elderly. Some of our elderly community would be there. And it was just like reading some of the the words of Jesus, for example. It it took me to the cosmic ray of divine love i didn't know that's what i was doing but that's how yeah. i felt in my body <laughs> you, you only learn later that's what was happening <laughs> right yeah. but my body could feel it. there was something i knew and i just it, it was something i would never let go of and it would evolve and i would i have lots of strong and different ways of of feeling and connecting with spirit um i think what would even just further along the path was um so anyways that was my my initial introduction it was like i know divine supreme love i know it exists i don't know what this means for me and then i had a really strong experience um we did see my grandpa after he passed and my mom who was our rock in a lot of ways was for the first time i mean i don't think she cried in front of us before that Mm. and there was this, you know, a little bit of like a rumble, like a wave in our foundation, you know, and um, seeing him helped her ground. Oh, wonderful. It helped her kind of like, okay, this is real. Like he's, you know, I know he's gone, but at least he's okay. And she just trusted that we really saw him. Like she couldn't see him, but she did have more than one experience where she smelled his pipe. Oh, where no yes. one was smoking. You know, he had the old school, like exactly. Well, and we're all kind of what do I want to say. We have different skill sets within our psychic senses, right? And I, I can feel for your mom because I, I know, I sense, I feel, and I'll smell before I'll ever hear or see. It's mm. that's kind of like the order of yes. of the channels that will get used with me. And so I I think of it a little bit like uh, different topics at school, right? Some yeah. of us took to math, some of us, you know, loved art class and, and took to that. Some of us were all about language and reading and spelling and this kind of thing. And it's similar in the gifts. But by the way, like when we play the, when we play this back, like the order that you said those in are actually the order in which I feel we are most powerful. Like they are so integral to our understanding. Like we uh, seeing a vision of something like I looked at the eagle and seeing that pink aura, I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful with my head. You know, my yeah. I, I'm just like, this is amazing. Then I called my sister, who is like also an amazing healer, and she's like, you know, eagles mate for life. Yes. And it was like this energy of love that was all around it, and I knew immediately, and it was like. It, so just having that translation, like even when you're, you know, not in the moment and you're just absorbing like the light, like that light can mean so many things. Yeah. And that's why I love, I love the order in which you said that. It was perfect. Beautiful. Now, question for you. I know in my own experience, I had some gifts turned on as a child and I shut them down because of the environment I was raised in. It wasn't safe to be gifted. What was your experience around that? Were you able to leave everything turned on or did you have kind of a reawakening farther down the line? That's a fantastic question. You know, I was, I needed them. I needed to hang out. Like I needed them to, uh, you know, when you experience trauma when you're little, it's, and you know this, it's like we're hyper aware of the room, who's around us, who's moving in and out, where the exits are, like, we're great people to be around in an emergency. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come with me. <laughs> I know how to get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, and I, in high school, just, I, I went to Catholic school until eighth grade. And then I felt like the doors were open. And like, it was just not necessarily that it was Catholic or that it was the religion was involved at all, but it was such a closed community. When I got mm. to public high school, it was like, 
song because you feel like it's just freedom and coming to the <laughs> freedom it feels like freedom, freedom. <laughs> i have friends like male not just male but some female as well friends who were able to come out like to each other we would all like everybody would embrace like people's ways of being we'd hug each other because often people weren't getting affection at home so we kind of had this little community of of goodness and i noticed because of this goodness i feel because i felt safe Sometimes I would get these visions. I'd shake someone's yeah. hand. Like sometimes we'd be joking. We'd shake hands. I'd be like, <gasps> yeah. you know, and then I'd hear. I love it. I, I, I want to hear the end of this story, but we are already up on the first break. Can you believe it? So what I would like to do is invite everyone out there who's joining us today for this conversation. Grab yourself a pen and paper or pencil or crayons or whatever delights your soul. Um, and spend a little time around the moments where you have connected to that something larger than you, that moment of inexplicable, when the miracle arrives. Mm. And gather those together, acknowledge those, and maybe look for a pattern. Is there a pattern in here that speaks to you? Um, I know for myself, I. I have patterns when I'm most grounded that allow me to expand my gifts. And water is like my, my element <laughs> as far as that goes. So just kind of look at your experiences and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break to discuss some more about everyday miracles. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here still with Franny the Healer. And when we went to break, she was telling us how stepping into public high school uh, was a big opening up for her and really gave her the opportunity to step in from a judgmental sort of community into a more open and supportive community. So go ahead and pick up what happened when you shook people's hands. (laughs) Thank you. So I would, I remember there's one that just was so clear to me. I was shaking a new friend's hand, kind of jokingly, we'd hug, maybe shake hands too. And my guides immediately said nicely, she, I had a vision of her, um, 
separate from all of us. And she was with like, it looked like a male figure. And they said, she is only looking for love. She's only looking for love from a male. She has great difficulty in friendships. Like they used a little bit different words than difficulty, but they were still kind about it. Like they basically were like, you know, a little bit warning me, like, don't let her, let her really become a really close to your heart friend because she's yeah. not ready for that. Yeah. And she'll, she'll break your heart around it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, well, and it sounds like an early lesson in the different flavors of love that are out there, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so, so much. And, um, I was so, grateful for the feelings that I would get. Um, but I also was like learning to have boundaries and the learning to like, to be the one that dictates the day more than letting whatever happens that day rule how I feel. Like I was just starting to learn to create, you know, in set intention. Um, I love that. It's such a, such an important skill to develop if you have any kind of empath skill at all learning to set boundaries and learning to uh, not allow the world to rule your life which is unfortunately the fate of the majority of empaths out there because these skills aren't taught right if if you've been an empath who's had to retreat from the world in order to survive god love you and i salute you for surviving and i'm here to tell you my friend your world can become much bigger than this. <laughs> yes. It, it can be so painful feeling like you don't have a boundary and a buffer from someone else's pain. And I had got to that point and I'll get there. Yeah. Um, but I noticed when, you know, it was in a part of, of St. Paul was highly diverse and, um, you know, there's, a, you know, some interracial like, fighting with each other a little bit Mm -hmm. and other kinds of bullying. And I remember being on the bus and seeing one child bullying two other kids. And Mm -hmm. I was on the bus. So I, first of all, I couldn't do anything, which as an empath, that's so frustrating. Yeah. Whenever I see injustice, I'm like, I want to stop it somehow. Yeah. I want to step in here and yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, and, and which my school had this amazing program that, um, really helped us connect to mediation and talking and how to communicate. I will always credit my teacher um, for for really some of those skills that helped an empath. Like he didn't know how much he was helping us. Yeah, well, but, and it's an amazing set of skills to give to people who are at that stage in their life because so few of us are taught how to listen to somebody else, especially someone that we don't agree with. Um, and how to negotiate those sorts of situations. So what a blessing that the school had. Really, really a blessing. I mean, you're so right. And so my guides had a different plan. When I was seeing this bullying event, I felt in every part of my being and saw that person's life. Yeah. Saw what he was going through. I saw him getting hit at home. And I know it's, it's like we... We know this more now, but this was, you know, I was a teenager. I, I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to look and have compassion for this bully. But yeah. I saw his dad hitting him. And I'm like, I knew I, 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 by then I'd had enough experiences with my guides that this was one of those moments yeah. where I was being taught something profound to have compassion, to know that everyone's, when they're harming someone, they're lashing out from a place of pain. Yes. And whether that doesn't excuse their behavior, you know, whether they should, how they should be treated and dealt with. There's a lot of debate and discussion around that. Absolutely. I think people need more love than punishment. Yet there is learning that needs to occur. Anyways, the main thing I felt was, first of all, you know, that, that not only those two needed defending, it really highlighted for me that, that bully, hopefully somebody in his life stepped in and said, this dad is beating up this kid too much. He, this is how he's learning it. Of yeah. course, he's hitting other kids. Why would, you know, where do we learn this? 
Absolutely. All we of the trail this mm-hmm. from the bad patterns that are occurring at home. Absolutely. Right? And continuing to see stuff like that, like a little bit later into my high school life where I was working, um, sometimes I'd have flashes of, you know, somebody's past life, like on their body. Um, like seeing somebody dressed up like a soldier or seeing them like a Viking or, you know, sometimes it would be hilariously like, it's a sweet withered little old lady and then great big viking warrior <laughs> yes. and superimposed over her <laughs> <laughs> and i learned you know our guides speak to us in a way we understand so they're going to use words with me that i get they're not necessarily like reading your mind and saying you know although telepathy is very i we all have I, I love that i love that you're bringing that forward because I will get people who come to me who do what I want to call the healer, the healer or reader circuit. And it's like, well, I'm going to go to this one and see what they tell me. And then I'm going to go to that one and see what they tell me. And God love you. You're giving up your power. But that's a whole conversation for another moment. The thing to remember when someone gives you a reading or channels something through is it always comes through their filter. And it's the only way it can come through. And so you can get the same information from three or four different readers, and they are going to emphasize a different aspect of the message every time because of the nature of their filters and the experiences that they have been through. Um, So when you get a reading through someone else, always be aware of the nature of their filters. Uh, I had a, a spiritual teacher for several years who had a filter that if your if your level of consciousness was significantly different in a in a couple that you had to split well mm. you want to be careful around people's filters because there i know people who have dramatically different levels of consciousness who still make a successful go of the relationship yeah so just just be aware that it's there when you're getting a reading from someone because That's yeah, such good advice. So yeah. good. And it's not possible for you to share something that's outside of your experience. Yes. It's, it's exactly. just what it is. So and I want to take you back for a second. Yes. Because you said, I recognize that this is one of those moments. And I would love to understand from you, what are some of the hallmark signs for you that you're in one of those moments. Ooh, good question. <laughs> How do you it. tell the difference? Yes, I was just thinking the word discernment. So I love that you said that, you know, from what, that time in church, I was telling you about when I would see people, I would really take myself through, like questioning myself. Are you really seeing this? What are you seeing? And I would try to define it. Um, so a moment, one of those moments, it almost seems like time goes slower Mm -hmm. you are it's easier to be in the present moment you're not like trying super hard it's just all of a sudden your awareness and attention comes to something specific yes and sometimes it would even feel highlighted like how there's maybe a part of the painting that is raised up or um, like a textile even piece of art where it's literally raised up off the canvas Uh, it almost juts out like that. And there's a little bit of the feeling in my body is different. Like I have anger was one of my go-to emotions. When Mm. I see injustice, if I'm sad about something, it's like, you know what that it's so, it's so my emotion. And anger is a very action motivated emotion as well. Yes. Right. And that's, that's what I would, it would spur me into if like something made me mad, like that I knew was wrong or somebody was hurting someone else. It was that exactly. It was that thing that would make me take action. And, um, you know, that, that bully moment, I didn't get angry. I didn't like, I immediately was, I don't know if hurt is the right word, but empathic. I I was, I felt immediate empathy for everyone involved, immediate compassion but I didn't feel that boiling. Like I didn't feel my emotions take over. So I felt kind of at peace. 
although yeah. it was profound, you know, there were a lot of, I guess, feelings still happening yet. Um, it's sort of neutral in some ways. Yes. I mean, the, the feelings are there, but they're, they're muted, but there's like this neutrality about what the feelings are in some ways. Right. From, from my experience of having yes. some of these moments, it's like, wow, normally I should be feeling some kind of way and I'm, I'm really not so much. Right. <laughs> I will later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. I mean, part of me was even like, I wanted to, you know, later I was like, I can't believe I didn't like, I can't believe that nobody else stopped it. First of all, it was one of my first thoughts after having the experience. Like there were people on the streets. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not one of them there, but, um, I, I felt, uh, Oh, then then the next thing is I hear, I hear mm -hmm. or the cleric cognizance. It's like they were kind of inter. Uh, they would. It was almost like both the knowing and then the hearing from my guides, and that was what yeah. I heard. I heard, s felt, knew the bully's life, or mm -hmm. saw his dad, saw scenes of it. Not his whole life, but definitely powerful yes. scenes. Those. The influencing scenes, so to speak. Right? Yeah. And you could even see parts of the house he was at. I would not have been surprised seeing him in front of his house because I would have known at least part of the stairs. It was, uh, you know, that kind of, it wasn't like I was seeing it with my open eyes. It was definitely yeah. a vision that came into my third eye. And those are profound. I know that a lot of people, you want to see, like, visions. Visions happen with our eyes closed very yes. most frequently and it's our third eye and it's you know i loved a little bit the way they that sherlock holmes with deductive reasoning i i so in high school connected to that i'm like is this what i'm doing like am i deductive re is that how i know all this stuff like being, <laughs> i know, you know we always look for these logical explanations <laughs> right <laughs> yes and i'm like this discernment was big deal for me because i wanted to really trust myself I just felt like that was really important because I'm the only one there I'm the only one who's experiencing what I'm experiencing so I had to really like check myself every time even now like I love myself 100% but I heard some you know most of the time I err on the side of if I hear something during a reading I say it um but no once in a while there's some things I hear that it's like that's not for right now yeah exactly it's not helpful right now just, just. I, oh, I want to follow that little path for just a second, right? Yeah. Because I help people come into their gifts and learn to, you know, turn them into a useful blessing in their life as opposed to a torture. And um, every now and again, some will question and go, well, why would I get information if it's not for me to share in that moment? And you've been with this for a while, so tell me what your interpretation is when you get information that's like, no, not right now. All right. It is, one, it's timing. Mm -hmm. You know, often, even if we're it, towards the end of a session, I will dive deep if we need to, you know, if we need yeah. to. But on the other hand, if their energy body, if I'm feeling like their energy body is so in a good place of integration and processing, it's just not appropriate. And I'll make notes. I'm going to keep the information from them forever. Because um, often I'll see clients, you know, more than once. And um, it's it's easier. It's it's kind of rare, but it's not. I, um, I was in the middle of just a quick reading. And this person had a lot of attachments. And when they only have a certain amount of time, well, bringing up this other big thing that it's the guy brought up, their body couldn't process it. Yeah. And I want to be responsible about, you know, leave. it's not like Absolutely. they have to leave like happy, but at least not like devastated <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or freaked out. One of the two. Right? Yeah. I know in my own experience, a lot of times if information comes through that I'm to know, but not to share with them, it's to prepare me as a healer. For yes. what's coming for them, yeah, and mm -hmm. I I find my guides are compassionate that way, right? Because as a healer, my natural inclination is I want to make you better and whole and all this good stuff that my right. personality defines as healing. 
but the soul doesn't have that same definition. And sometimes passing over, leaving this life, graduating, however you want to call it, uh, is what the soul needs and wants in that moment. And yeah. I have to, as a personality, accept that death is an acceptable healing outcome. And that's a tough one. That and really so, is. Yeah, sometimes I'm shown that there's an end here, but I'm not to tell them that there's an end here. And it's, it's f to prepare me yes. more than to prepare them. We are already up on our second break, can you believe? <laughs> <laughs> if you are out there listening to us, I would invite you to hang on through the break because when we come back, uh, Franny the Healer is going to do a little healing work with us. So hang with us. We'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm still here with Franny the Healer. And uh, she has offered to do some healing with us today. What, what kind of healing are we doing, Franny? So we are going to be doing a, uh, a healing with the sacred flames. And mm. I love working with the ray of cosmic divine love. Yes. It is. Um, such a powerful ray and Kuan Yin is so connected to that ray. I love working with her energy. I love working one of with the, Kuan Yin too. One of the things that people don't know about Kuan Yin though, is she's a badass. If yes, I have to I go deal it. with a nasty ass entity that has an attitude and don't want to <laughs> play ball, that's who I bring with me. Uh, absolutely. I love it. You're so right. <laughs> oh, I love that you said that. So she has come in when I've needed her on a dragon. Like she is ready. Yeah. She's she's a spiritual badass. Oh, I love it. Spiritual badass. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to say, so when I was 19, that's what I would have loved to have met you. That is the year that I had to say, I need to shut down my psychic senses. Oh, and wow. it was at a job where I had been speaking, just, you know, I was doing customer service, but I was talking to a gentleman who lost his wife. Mm. And I felt like him, Sophia. I felt like I was him. 
and well, I couldn't you, think you've, it. When you're dealing with someone who's been emotionally gutted that way, it's really intense. I mean, it took, I think, two to three days before I felt really normal, like myself again. Yeah. And after that, I'm like, okay, we need to shut it down. And then over time, you know, through all those modalities that we talked about, through urging from my guides, through through nudging in the right direction to learn more about channeling and, and Reiki and healing and, and what I'm going to share today, the sacred rays. They have saved me through so many. It's like feeling, because angelic energy is so high vibrational. We can feel yes. it. But sometimes oh, yes. when we're really stressed out, when we're struggling, we need some of, I don't, and people say lower vibrations and it doesn't mean bad vibrations. Like when you're healing cancer, you can't, you, there's many different ways, but one of the ways is that vibrational energy that matches it to help with release. Yes. And um, so working with the sacred flames to me was even more of an avenue to the divinities and yeah. feeling their energies closer to my being and in my being. One of the things I've noticed with vibration, and I guess it, it comes from my musical background, back to my filters. <laughs> um, if you're going to move an energy, you have to match the frequency of the energy or an overtone of the frequency of that energy. That's all yep. it's going to respond to. Um, if you mm -hmm. don't hit it right on the head, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You got I it. That. I love that. <laughs> okay. So let's see, we've got eight minutes. Eight minutes, okay, perfect. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sophia, for this opportunity. And I just want to thank all the beautiful beings out there listening to us today. I'm so honored and grateful for the opportunity to be together. And just invite you to, if you can, lay down and relax or just sit comfortably you can sit with your spine more straight, but there's really no rules. Divinity wants to reach you. Healing energy wants to reach you. The The only rule we have is please don't drive your car. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait Be safe first. <laughs> Pull over. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. Yes. And I, the one of your superpowers is your breath. So let's connect with our breath. And a really simple breath is breathing into the count of five, exhale to the count of five. And as you breathe, I just want to thank all of our guides, guardian angels, all of the brilliant beings of light who are here to work with us for our highest good and the highest good of all beings. Thank you to Zofia and her divine team, my divine team, all of our ancestor guides who are even surrounding us. We've got lots of love. And today I want to connect with the ray of cosmic divine love. Mm. Mm. And it's a very golden energy, a lot of gold, some very light pink energy as well. Whatever resonates with your being, it begins to come to you now in a pillar of light. Droplets of light, streaming rays, and a lovely pillar of light that's going to enter in through the top of your head with your permission. It will begin to flow down through the layers of your being. And we affirm with this healing today that whatever your body's ready to release, any stuck emotions, thoughts, experiences, let us connect of, and let go of what no longer serves us while we absorb this pure love. Kuan Yin is one of the leaders of this sacred ray. She is compassion and forgiveness. And even she brings in her own strain of this ray that is compassion. Kuan Yin is one of the ascended masters, and there's only a handful that I've really felt so much in the 3D that came in in my time of need when I called her. And I invite you, as your body relaxes, as you breathe, let's invite her. 
She can be in your aura. She can be in your home. She can be outside your being sending you love. Or as you breathe, her heart center can absolutely connect with yours. The ray of cosmic divine love begins to flow through clearing debris from the last couple of weeks, from the last few days, from the last year. Truly from conception to now. Anything that's just ready to wiggle free in the short time we have with the greatest ease on your body as letting go. Some of it is stuff you are mentally, you're way over it. You've moved past, you've evolved, you've connected. Ah, oh, and many of you, oh my goodness, with this cosmic ray of divine love, feel this strong connection to the Pleiades. And there's this beautiful star, the Alcyon, that connects us to the universal consciousness of love. These supportive energies, love as a superpower, love connecting to our vital life force energy is miracles. It is miracles in action in our body. As you breathe in, you're breathing in that love. As you exhale, you are releasing toxic stress. Any pain. We all have physiological aspects to whatever we've been experiencing. Absolutely. And yet it's at its core, at its base, it is emotion. So as you breathe, as your body relaxes, if you feel a twinge, if you feel somewhere where you're holding tension, holding stress, breathe into that space. Light, the most powerful emanation of energy, will begin to fill it. Time to set your intention, if you haven't already. Anything you're wanting to release. It is your birthright to be powerful. Your birthright is to be loved and to be loved. So in the name of our almighty I am presence, I now command and demand that any draining cords be removed with pure love so that we can come back into our own balance Kuan Yin oversees this process. Her strength, the way she brings in the light is with laser-like precision, cutting your body free of any draining foods. Hmm. I love dragons and unicorns as well. I just invite you to choose. We're going to connect to that star of the Pleiades that Kuan Yin is drawing us to. And let's take three big deep breaths to complete this healing. Kuan Yin, I hand this healing over to you, to our angels and guides, with such gratitude. Thank you for taking all we've surrendered today, clearing the energy around us, filling us with love. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is all done. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Speaking of sharing with us, I know you brought a gift for the listeners today. Would you like to share your gift? Yes, thank you. 
I channeled uh, an angel faith healing and attunement. And I call it a healing activation and attunement. So it is healing because, of course, very importantly, we're releasing energy. The activation part is really, it's kind of this magical moment where your energies begin to work with the universal consciousness, with the guides coming in, with angel faith in this case, and then attunement. Your energy body ever so slightly is going to open a little bit more so that every time you meditate, every time you do healings, you're able to absorb into your being a little bit more energy. So enjoy, enjoy. I loved getting this healing and um, I'm so happy to share it with all of you. That, that is one of the beautiful things about being a healer is you get to continuously work on your own stuff as you're going along as well. <laughs> right? There's right. always something in there for me. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you're interested in getting your hands on the angel healing activation attunement, uh, that she's channeled through, you can go to SovereignSelf.media. You will find Franny the Healer's contact information and her gift up at the top of that page. And uh, I would urge you to take full advantage of that if you'd like to get in contact with her for a little bit more personal reading or healing. You can find that information there as well, SovereignSelf.media. Uh, so in 20 seconds, what are your final words of wisdom, Franny? I just, I want to say thank you, Zofia. You are such a gift. And I love your intentions and I love your energy. I just want to say we all are love. You are love. To everyone listening out there, you are more beautiful, more perfect than I could ever say. And the, And more so probably than you actually realize. Because many of us yeah. do not see ourselves through that lens because we've been yeah. raised to look at ourselves through a super hypercritical judgmental lens. Oh, no. So oh. my wish for everyone here is that the compassion that was brought forth from Kuan Yin through Kuan Yin today, I would, my wish for you is that you absorb and you keep some of that compassion for your own little human self mm. because it's a difficult thing we're doing here. Absolutely. And you're doing a far better job with it than you give yourself credit for. Wow. And thank you for joining us here today. And until ne next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 